Well, instead of ending, this is a good place to take a break and have Christmas. What do you think? And then we'll get back to the show for a double episode. Sure. (laughs) Is that a nice segue? Guess what? With the magic of editing and time and life, Christmas has passed and now we're having a second episode in the same episode. It's like magic. It's a festivus miracle. It really is. On this second half of the show, we will talk about the Monday episode, Liz Winstead and the Thursday episode, Wendy's ZooTube, Tony's cross-country trip. Merry Christmas. But first, little Rafi, I have a lot of questions. How are you? I'm okay. Oh, okay. Where where are we? What are we doing? What's the scoop? We're in a parking lot behind the City of Orange building on Chapman and Grand, or so I've been told. It's between Grand and Orange on and Chapman, yes. it's uh, That's your coordinates. Mm-hmm. So we are sitting in a parking lot. Last, uh, the first part of, the, of this episode, we were doing it remote, and now we magically just beamed over to orange together in my car and open presents what did you think about your presents for me (laughs) you know there's white elephant and then there's how dare you call me that whatever this was (laughs) i had so many thoughts and plans and none of it happened i'm like well then you're getting this but it did it did pair up two of your loves together and that i think is magic in itself Pineapple, jalapeno, margaritas, and Groms and porn. Yes. Was that racist? Yeah, I'd wear not. one of those. If, if I wore a poncho like that, would I be racist? That explains why we've gotten so much rain. <laughs> <laughs> Seinfeld reference. God damn it. And you know what? I some most of the time I see it coming because like sometimes we like pitch these low like <laughs> Uh, what do they call them? What's a sports reference for this? Low grasping, low hanging fruit. Well, there's low hanging fruit constantly being uh, swung in front of our eyes. But like, yeah, just like pitched a slow ball to you. And then like we both know a joke is coming. Mm-hmm. We're going to finish it with the punchline. We set each other up. That one I did not see coming. And that was great. <laughs> bye <Bye-bye-o>. bye <laughs> Anyway, um, how was your Christmas? Oh, Lisa, you know... It was just as I had hoped. I was left alone. Um, for Christmas, I got a booster shot. Mm, so I spent that's a fun way to spend your Christmas. A good a time amount in bed. You know, no complaints. I'm surprised they had places open for Christmas to do that. Was there a lot of people doing that? I would imagine not. Sometimes you have to share a bed, but that's nothing new. Oh, a bed? Well, um... Mine was pretty good. It was interesting um, and different, but it was all in all fun. And I'm also equally glad it's over because it was a lot of stress 
But did anybody ask you, Pinhead? Nobody <laughs> did. And that's why I had to ask myself, you know, this is what I'm learning in my life. If some, if I want something, I'm just going to have to go out and get it, little Rafi. If I want Ain't a question asked of me, I got to do it myself. The truth. Hey, man. <laughs> I just thought of something that I don't want to share. Why did I just say that? Okay. <laughs> and no comment. I was going to say, okay, I'm going to tell you. Why not? I was going to send a picture to someone. It was in the morning. I had just woken up. And I was going to send a picture to someone. It was an innocent picture of two of my cats. And I took the picture and I was going to send it like, oh, like this is like what's going on right now. And <laughs> Thank God I looked at the picture. My fucking Vans box is like next to you. <laughs> In the goddamn picture. <laughs> Once again, if you want something, get it for yourself. I don't ever have it in the bed, though. That's not that's just like a weird turn of events. But anyway, <laughs> always too much information. You're like the you're like a locked book. And I'm like the book, the binding, the spine ripped off. Pages are flying out. <laughs> OK. Um. Anyway, not getting any chuckles over here. So do we what we didn't do last week? Do we have any BFF Holland calls? No, we do not. I'm disappointed. I realize we were so busy with our lives, we couldn't do um, a normal episode last week. So maybe people are busy, but I mean, come on. How You're long does it busy. Take to give a I'm call? busy. Everybody's busy. <laughs> so tell me, tell me, what what kept you so busy? Well, I refer back to my last story. So, <laughs> anyway, do we, let's see, do you have any shout outs? Um, yes. Uh, shout out to Lauren. I'll be seeing you soon. Shout out to... <laughs> <laughs> I should have said ZF. <laughs> shout... Shout out to Dr. Jen. Oh, where the hell's our Dr. Jen gifts, Lisa? What do you mean? We open them in person. She has something to give to us, but we she have to all more. be in together. She has something that came oh. in that she wants to be in here together. What do you think? I'm holding back some I, magical I, gift I, that I you... I forgot that she has them. I thought you... She For some reason, I thought she sent them to you. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, she just said we need to get together, which is even better. Okay, then That's shout the out to Dr. Jen. That keeps on giving. And um, no shout out to these people from... Obviously, Arizona. I mean, Arkansas. <laughs> um, shout out to you. Elizabeth, mm. that was a hiccup in the middle. Oh. Um, for everything, shout out to... I better see you in this t-shirt I got you. I, just, I texted <laughs> Lauren, I'm like, he already has a bunch of shirts that I that, I, that he doesn't wear that I gave him. <laughs> well, <laughs> he to doesn't be fair. need another goddamn shirt. To be fair, I wear the same three shirts. I mean, I do the same thing. It um, was not a dig at you. It was just like, I shouldn't be getting you another shirt because you have shirts you like to wear, not the ones I give you. <laughs> that sounded bad, too. But anyway. <laughs> also, shout out to Megan and Jess again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I think that's it for now. All right. Uh, I'm going to shout out to the TNC. I've hung out with you a lot, and you've been really helpful to me in um my I'm I'm going through some low times, and it's been nice to have people that want to take me out when I'm feeling like shit. Um, shout out to East Coast Jen. We had a great conversation. She also helped me uh, through the day. Uh, shout out to Dr. Jen and LK. Lauren, thank you so much for those presents. Super thoughtful and nice, and I can't wait to wear my new shirt. I will be wearing. Um, shout out to Dr. Ange, Z Mary Jane, Shara. Uh, happy birthday. Stacy, Lee Bruns, Tim Ortez, Emily. A double shout out to, actually, a triple shout out to Tamara Holler. She retweeted the show. She liked it on Facebook. But also, she heard our episode a few weeks ago when we were at Tamo Shanter. And I said, I, oh no, the week before that, where I said, maybe I'm not really enjoying Allison's show. And she posted, this is a matzo ball that she put out there. She posted in the face, private Facebook group about the fact that she feels that we're. I'm going to paraphrase because I forgot what it was, but that we're like doing the Lord's work by like coming clean and saying like how we really feel. And she feels the same way. So to have that kind of like, we could have caught heat, but like, I feel like a lot of people are feeling the same way. And I like that. She was like, you know what? And I'm using her words. She piggybacked on it and she's feeling the same way. Much like all of us. Uh, yeah. 
I think we I thought we talked about this already, but maybe we didn't. Um, yeah, thanks. Well, when for I edit all, that. I'll let you know. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, what better time to air some grievances? I mean, that Gr- is true. Grievances, grievances. I, think I, I mispronounced it. it. Yeah. Um, she also said she feels like we were, you know, like we're we have a sisterly vibe. Like we could have been sisters, or we have similar growings up. Lisa, I think. I'm a boy. <laughs> Not from the footage I've seen. <laughs> okay. Uh, shout out I'm to... I'm a man! <laughs> oh, Dan, don't cry. Doreen, I mean, are Doreen, you crying? Are you crying? Damn it. Um, this is Dan! <laughs> shout out to Delaney. Double shout out to Scott for also retweeting the show and liking it. Shout out to James Leroy Wilson. To Bruce Bidon. Um... I'm jealous of everything you eat and everywhere you go. Shout out to Trace for just always being you. You're an amazing person. Shout out to Ray Morgan and another amazing person, Kelly motherfucking Lundquist. I miss chatting with you. It was nice uh, talking with you recently and um, just miss actually talking to, you know, in real Zoom life. Oh, shout out to Jason Dix. Also, shout out to um, Superfan Megan and Jess and to uh, Mr. Feeney. We will find you. All right. Shall we talk about the show? Do we have anything else that we usually do? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, good. Are we still recording? Okay, good. All right. Shall we talk about Monday? Yeah. All right. So, much like most of the episodes, they talked, uh, Allison and Tony talked about Tony being the self-proclaimed bad boy podcasting. And I was thinking about it. We've talked about this before about self nicknaming. Like you can't really do it. And you can't like, we got to think up a nickname like she was trying to do before. It just has to happen organically. But then I started thinking about it. You have found a loophole multiple times. First of all, when Superfan Megan was talking about being super, you know, super. And you were talking about you changed your name to Ultrafan because Ultra Trump's super. Then you became Ultrafan. But that was of your own doing. That was self-proclaimed Ultrafan. Best in the world. That's better than being number one. <laughs> but also, the other way you do it, and you do it every week, almost. You didn't do it this week. AKAs. They are self-proclaimed nicknames. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I think it's more of a way for me to uh, be silly. Yeah. I like to have nicknames too, but nobody ever gives me one. Well, they're not the ones I want. <laughs> and that's why you do AKAs. Stop Smart. calling me Nip. <laughs> um, this morning I was the, like, shit, I didn't get him a card. And I was like, I would have signed it. I would have signed it Love Nap. <laughs> that's literally what I woke up thinking this morning. <laughs> okay. Um, but instead I gave you porn related clothing. Wow. Porn related clothing. Is um, it not? Kind of, yeah. Uh wait, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. Nicknames. Um so the reason I do the AKAs is because um other podcasts that I enjoy, podcasters do it and it's a funny little bit. I like it. And I enjoy that. I'm not getting down on you, I like it. But the reason I don't call myself ultra fan anymore is because like I said, I have already put in the work. Mm. Those days are behind me. I am oh. now just a regular old fan. When I made you guys buttons, I made you one that said Ultra Fan. I made her one. I made Super Fan Megan one that said Super Fan, and mine just said Fan. <laughs> so now you're da- you're down to my. You need the pin that I got. Fan. Yes. No. I'll keep the pin. I mean. Oh. It's fine. I was gonna. I, ri- I just. I was don't... gonna rip it off your uh, postal worker's jacket <laughs> for me putting out too much mail on a Sunday. You know, this is your jacket, right? <laughs> um. But yeah, I don't use that much anymore because uh you know i feel like i've moved on it's like mm. the artist formerly known as ultra fan oh that is true new aka and self-proclaimed nickname um all right so let's get into it liz was back on the show i didn't realize she had been on because um well because i always forget who's been on but also usually the title says is back or a second time or something like that and it did not so she's back uh i the, one of the topics that they kind of skimmed over that I would like to talk more about, or sorry, not that I would like to talk more, but that I'd like to hear more about is she wants to champion blowjobs for losers. Now, here's the thing. When I first read the show notes on her page, I thought it said 
that she was a champion at blowjobs. I just saw champion in blowjobs. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I need to listen to this episode <laughs> because somebody's after me. <laughs> JK. <laughs> but what do you think? About, I feel like most girls do this already without even championing this. But <laughs> yeah, um, you gals sure know how to pick them. Uh-huh. But what she was saying is like for the incels, she she feels like. Um, you know, this could help these people, but these people are sick fucks who have no way to be fixed. And, uh, the only way to help these losers is to put a couple of bullets on the back of their head. Oh my God. You take them out to the woods like old yeller and you put them down. I mean, they are foaming at the mouth or is that me? <laughs> oh my God. What? There go those pages just blown in the wind. <laughs> oh my Christ. God. So, they went from that to talking about feelings about goings on in the world. And, of course, because Liz, she created uh, The Daily Show? No, she didn't create. Sorry. Did she? She's working on The Daily Show. She, she wrote on, on it or something. She wrote on The Daily I Show. I I forgot. Then I was like, wait, did she create it? No. Okay, she worked on The Daily Show. And, by the way, that's... I, I only watch a few political, uh, politically geared TikTok people or whatever, but The Daily Show is quite funny. I love they go to the Trump rallies and they question them, but they use their own information against them and it's fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, that one guy, he's very funny. Isn't yes. his name like Jordan Kepler? Uh, maybe. Something like that. And every time it pops up I'm like I'm going to love this. I'm going to love every second of it and it's always amazing. So they went into deep, some deep topics that are maybe not always fun, but um feelings about going on in the world right now. And so I was cleaning out my Zoom recorder and at the beginning of COVID, when we were all quarantined, I thought, well, I'm going to record a little something every single day. Just because I was thinking if they did this in, during the Spanish flu, maybe someone would want to go back and like read and just remember what they went through. Not to like put it out there as content, but just to like remember what you were feeling or whatever. So I think I did it for like seven days in a row. And then I was like, yeah, this is going to be fucking boring. Cause it's the same thing every goddamn day. But going back and listening to that and thinking about how it was then and thinking about how it feels now where it it feels like groundhog's day where i feel like we're going back we're going back in t- like we're reliving 2020 over again almost like subtly although we know what to expect but like how much more can we fucking take seriously if all of this shuts down again but what has changed to me is how divided we all are now and how instead of like before we were kind of like well we're in this together but we have to all be separate and not be around each other but now we all think differently and i feel like the outcome is going to be much different to the point where, like, you've seen people that are not still not getting vaccinated because they're listening to political rhetoric and out for themselves. And it's, you think about it in the beginning, everyone's like, I can't wait for this vaccine. We can't wait to get it. This can all end. And now we've got variants. We've got, everyone's contagious. Everyone's uh, uh, a drain on the, the hospital system. All for nothing. That's what's going on now. What was the question? How do you feel about things going on right now? I just wanted to rant. There was no question. <laughs> you know, if there was another lockdown, um, I think some people would go a little crazy. I think, well, go. I think that's what um, pr- part of the problem is. I, but I think people won't comply because I think people are just so fucking obsessed with themselves. Yeah. that I, That's why I feel like there probably won't be any mm. lockdown. But, I mean, like, we've done it before. We can do it again. I but mean, I don't uh, think we did it hard enough before. Oh, is well, the problem. obviously we did not. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Do you know there's some countries that didn't even get COVID? I didn't even know this until recently. I'm like, excuse me? So, like, we couldn't maybe, maybe look at what other people are doing? No. Well, I remember, I think it was New Zealand they were like very strict on who they let into the country and mm. so they like back in may of 2020 they had i remember seeing a rugby game and the whole arena was packed because they had no covid wow and they did it right and the thing is we didn't we shut down but we didn't shut down it enough it was just it could have been anyway now it's insane so great off to the next topic they talked about abortion and abortion rights and so 
when I got pregnant both times, I think, no, did I do it both times? I went to one of these free pregnancy test places because I was just poor and I didn't want to buy one. So I'm like, I'm just going to, I didn't realize it was a whole like thing that they're going to, I didn't go because I didn't want to keep it. I was just like, I'm too cheap and poor to buy, actually buy a test. So I'd rather just have someone do it that can do it right. So thinking about that, there are these people that are trying to talk you into keeping your baby and all these things that, but without any help after the kid is born, like no one's championing those issues they're just like keeping it at you know we just not having an abortion and i think that it's kind of strange that it's the same group of people that are farming babies that are against abortion it's kind of strange anyway yes i don't like um people that are hypocrites Mm. And when you look at these dipshits, Lisa, mm-hmm. that are out mm-hmm. in front of the abortion clinics. Oh, God. Um, I feel like... One day I will tell you about my experience, but not today. Keeping it light. Okay. <laughs> um, I just feel like these people are being very disingenuous. Absolutely. Uh, and that's another thing that the Daily Show guy went to one of these and was like, so what are you going to do? Like, So after these kids are born... What where are you do you know where are you protesting next to like get money for these people and ha- you know to help them keep them because there's a reason why they want to give them or uh, end the pregnancy because they can't afford it. They're being while they may not have been uh, responsible in the getting of pregnant, which accidents still can happen even if you are being responsible or worse or or much worse. Now you are trying to do the the responsible decision to not be a drain on the system because people aren't going to help you and they're you know how it is the system there's no way you can work the system when you have a kid that you don't want i don't know the whole thing Ugh, it's the the weirdest thing is if people that were actually like preaching the bible actually read the bible and could not not just just read it but followed it and followed it and followed how jesus lived and uh, actually lived the life of a, of a true Christian, none of this would be happening. Not cherry picking little sayings that they want to like sound great for their cause that just fit their narrative. Like it's so fucking, I just want to fucking drive by and take them all out with my fucking, <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. That's why I uh, have a lot of uh, problems with religious folks because uh, I feel like well, they the problems are not... are not actually religious. That's the problem. Yeah. The problem is that they, you know, pretend to be one thing, but they're not actually yes. walking the walk. And mm. God bless Liz for doing all she does for these. Seriously, that's another, that's like two big matzo balls. To go out and put yourself out on the line constantly against people that are very, not just opinionated, but they're violent in their uh, opinion of what they believe. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously this this still goes on like at the abortion clinics and stuff like that, but a picture that I've seen a lot since COVID happened for some reason. Oh, it's probably because of Donald Trump. Um, is that picture? Do you remember when there was like a little black girl going to school in like the fifties or sixties, mm-hmm. like in the deep south, and then yes. she's like surrounded by like I think she went to FBI a white agents or some oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see the fucking speaking of fro- fro- frothing mouths. Like the people who are who who would yell yes at a little girl trying to go to school. No, they'll yell to keep her alive in her mom's womb, but not. But then they'll yell, then they'll yell at her when she's alive trying to go to school. Yeah, because it's, it's all backwards in their white neighborhood or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like people are so fucking sick in the head. They really are. It, it you think like we're so evolved, and it's like oh hell no. And there's only one way to fix it, Lisa. Mm-hmm, like take I, them out to the woods. I'm Put not even going to take them out to the woods. Let them die right in their fucking, on the sidewalk. No respect. Zero. This is the only reason I'm okay with um, gun violence. people. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, there's not enough mass shootings, if you ask me. Okay, let's. Um, well, here the thing. The thing is, is the target's never the right target. Well, Nobody that problem. is actually smart is going out and doing these things. It's all a bunch of idiots. That is true. Kids are stupid. Um Man, this is a real dark show. I know. We'll, um, we'll switch it around because they talked more about COVID on Thursday. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to say, uh, the only thing I'm okay with uh, COVID is that the, the mostly the right people are dying. True. I mean, yes, I, I could agree with that. And I have to say, if you're a conspiracy theorist and you think they're trying to kill a group of people, look at who's being killed. The people that are not getting vaccinated. So you might be 
wondering if you chose the right side or not. See, Lisa, they're trying to get... See, those people are wolves. We're the mm, sheep. Mm-hmm, they want to kill mm-hmm. the wolves because we're the sheep. We're but it's okay to be them. a sheep in church, but just not in the rest of the... Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, once the dust settles, the chips will fall where they may, and uh, I guess we won't have to hear them anymore because they'll be underground. Well, we'll be on COVID-30 by then. Oh, and, yeah, um, true. We'll all be bubble boys. And yeah, uh, that's fair. We'll just live in a bubble. Yeah, at least we've got Trivial Pursuit. Boy. Do we? <laughs> okay, that joke uh, impressed me. I'm so impressed. Wait, nothing's finer than that joke. Okay. <clears throat> that's about all I have for Monday. Do you have anything else? Oh, well, okay. So she talked about her big break. Sorry. She talked about her big break and the fact that Robin Williams was like in the audience while she was there and she didn't kind of realize oh, yeah. that it was Robin Williams. So I thought that was kind of a funny and wow, what a cool experience to be, a, you know, be a part of that he's saying like laughing or I don't think he was heckling her he was just laughing and she was like making fun of him and then realized it actually was him yeah so that was fun yeah meow um anything else for Monday nope okay uh one thing I think we forgot at the beginning of this show when we recorded before is we forgot Whitney C's cues I believe so luckily we're here to do it now She's got the cues that never fail to start a good convo. She ain't shy. She's not afraid to push the envo. It's Whitney C. Whitney C. Whitney C's cues. It's Whitney C. Whitney C. Whitney C's cues. Whitney C wants to know, what is a sound that relaxes you? Because I've got two going in my house right now, and it's incredible. The first is the fire. And Matt built. You can literally hear it in the background. And the second is my dishwasher. And between the two of those, it's feeling like an ASMR haven in here. And yes, I do love ASMR. How about you? I hate ASMR, but I love that question. And the sound of a fire, yes, amazing. I never thought about it, but when the dishwasher is going, I do have like a... It's not an ASMR, but I'm like, oh, something something else is washing those dishes and I'm not. And it feels so good to just not be doing it. Um, but what's a sound that relaxes you, Laura? Good question. You know, I used to think that rain was relaxing, but mm-hmm. the past uh, week or so, it's been very rainy out here. And it's not so relaxing. It's, it's kind of loud uh-huh. and obnoxious. <laughs> um. I think if it's like a light, light drizzle, then maybe. Um, it's been pounding over, over here. Over, over here. <laughs> I have to say, I've woken up to the rain two days in a row and gone to sleep with the rain, I think, twice. And it has been amazing. I love it. So I think I actually woke up to it in the middle of the night. It woke me up because you're right. It's been kind of... Uh, a downfall, a downpour, treacherous. Um, and so on our little rain gutter things, which broke the last time that it rained, um, it it's right outside my window. So that wakes me up. And uh, I don't mind being woken up like that. It was actually quite nice. I was just like, oh, I'm just going to lay here and listen to the rain some more. It's quite lovely. So, yeah, I can't actually think of a sound that is relaxing to me. But... Um... You know, a nice gentle purr of a kitty oh on your lap. Oh my gosh. When Blue comes and tucks in, she doesn't t- sleep on my neck anymore, except for in the middle of the uh, in the middle of the morning. In the early morning, she'll come from wherever she is in the house. I'll just hear her like, prruck, prruck, making her little chirpy noises running up the hallway. And I'll be like, and then she comes running in and then she'll like be my, she'll be my scarf for the rest of the morning. I'm like, this is awesome. And she just purrs. I'm like this. She's like my own little weighted blanket. So that's a very calming noise. But the other thing is, is there's, um, then this is probably just the normal calming thing, but like I have a soundtrack that I listen to to go to sleep and that's my calming music that I always put on. I go to sleep to yakety sax. (laughs) (laughs) I usually go to sleep to listening to a talk radio, but then lately I'm like, that's, I don't want to listen to aliens go to bed, even though it's fun. But like, so I'm like, okay, I'm just going to put my playlist on and just listen to it. And it's been the same music I've listened to since the 90s. So, I mean, there's been some new added stuff, but 
pretty much sim- the same. And obviously yakety sax. So <laughs> thank you, Wendy, for that amazing question. And now let's hear Unworthy with Dr. J and LK. Hello and welcome to Unworthy with Dr. J and LK. Hi, Dr. Jen. <laughs> Hi, LK. <laughs> this week we're uh, going to briefly talk about, it's a part one of two Upworthy Weekly's top stories of the 2021 countdown from Saturday, December 25th. Yes. So they mentioned a story about uh, what they called a TikTok hack of if you lose your kid, like in a store or someplace, instead of um, like doing what you would normally do of just like running around panicking, calling their name um, and looking for them is that you just shout out their description. And then that way everyone can be looking for them. So you would say like missing two-year-old, red shirt, blue sneakers, you know, and then kind of everyone will be helping you look. And uh, that would have been helpful to me when I had little, when mine were little, because they used to get, they, I mean, they would purposely go away from me. So I would lose them sometimes. (laughs) They would purposely go away from you. You mean they ran away? (laughs) They ran away? (laughs) Like, Like I'd be in the store and especially Noah, like when I remember I was like trying to buy a baby gift for someone and I was like looking at all the baby clothes and Noah just was like, ha ha ha, running, running away and laughing. And he was really tiny. Um, and he was like hiding in the clothing racks and it was like, really scaring me (laughs) they love to do that they love that I remember when I was a kid I did a clothing rack thing once Uh my mom like so stern my mom wasn't a stern talker but she so sternly talked to me about that and how much I scared her she like I never wanted to do it again but when I tell my kids they just slowly like that Homer gif where he going he's going into like the hedges behind him yep like my kids just look at me and they're doing it and I'm like why (laughs) um Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting hack. I think it would be hard, like at a huge store, like Target, of course, keep yelling it, but I like the point where they say that, I think they had said it. You just go to like where the doors are just so you can station yourself so that like your kid can never leave or no one can leave with your kid without you seeing it. Again, it'd be hard if they had two different entrances, but that is an interesting thing to do is to say like their, um, the description of them. My younger one is that like butt height right now so if they follow too close behind me I lose them all the time (laughs) like we were in a restroom and there's nowhere to go it was like a single stall restroom and I'm like we're and then I like turn around and they're right exactly behind me or or you know it's that that height where you just end up like uh, accidentally like bumping your kid in the head all the time and like throwing (laughs) him to the ground because you don't know like they're like a cat like always under your feet so yeah they kind of bounce right off you yeah exactly so I faux lose my my youngest one a lot Mm. uh the next I don't know if it's the next one but uh the what I had the most about was her banter between um her and Todd about the gynecologist I guess they say OBGYN um what would be, what would need to be improved? Uh, an OBGYN kind of asked that saying, Hey, I am an OBGYN. I want to improve my office and my practice. What are some things you would want to see more done or um, not done? And a bunch of people who go to the OBGYN responded. And I think the one thing that really matters is temperature. And they mentioned that, right? Temperature. Yeah. I don't know if I want my speculum warmed because uh, I mean, just don't have it freezing cold, but yeah. a warm ultrasound gel that it's always the best but when oh. you're pregnant or you're doing an internal ultrasound, having cold gel just really sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's it just like, even on your outside of your stomach, it's very jarring. And I thought it was interesting. Um, another person and another, I don't know what some other social media I was watching or reading a story. Who knows? They all mushed together. Yeah. They said that they were having internal ultrasound. It's the reason they were there. They've had it done a million times. Like, you know, they have, um, what is that called? What is that condition called? We have a bunch of growths inside. Fibroids? Kind of. Yeah. Either that, any of that. So they're used to getting these tests done all the time. It's not like, that's why they go, but they had for the first time an ultrasound tech say, okay, do I have your permission to use this wand um, and do an and do an internal exam? And I thought, oh. you know what? That's nice. 
like you know yeah. you're for it and you always get that it's gonna be cold or you know that kind yeah of thing. but it is nice to say like hey can I have your permission do I have your permission to do this huh. yeah That's interesting um and then their whole back and forth about what a speculum looks like and I'm like Allison the person who loves ducks the speculum <laughs> looks like a duck bill <laughs> oh my gosh yeah <laughs> I mean, he said horseshoe. She said clamp or something else. I don't remember what else she said, but I was just waiting for her to say like duckbill, but no. Yeah. And melty plastic, melty speculum. Yeah. Is something I never want to hear or think about again. No, no. Oh, she said water gun. It looked like a water gun. What? Oh. I don't think it looks like a water gun. I don't anyway. think so either. <laughs> Is there anything that you thought never again or this or agreed that it needs to be added? Um, they, well, she said like to, to let you get dressed before the doctor talks to you, like instead oh. of talking to you in your gown when you're like a little bit feeling vulnerable, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah. my doctor has been doing that for a long time. Like, like they'll talk to you obviously a little bit when they do the exam. Um, but then they'll right. be like, okay, get dressed and then come to the office. And then that's when they'll like, just like talk to you a little bit and, and then you go. So, but I do agree. I don't really feel like talking to someone when I'm not dressed like a doctor, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And the, the next story that I thought was cool was they said there was this 38 year old woman, a teacher from Belgium who uh, at age 35, she started training for distance running and got like serious about it, like a got, got a trainer and everything. And then she uh, came in 28th in the Tokyo Olympics at, oh, now Doc just came in the room, sorry, <laughs> um, at age 38 uh, in the 2020 Olympics. And that's a pretty cool story. Um I can't can't imagine taking up running so late in life and being so awesome at it. (laughs) Does Doc enjoy running? Is that why he came in? He's like, hey, you mentioned running. Yeah, (laughs) he does like running. There you go. He likes it way better than I do. See, he needs you to go pretend like you're walking him again so you can go running. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think it's funny how she thought 28th was bad and like the Olympics, (laughs) like... I would think, okay, you made it to the Olympics. That's awesome. And I don't know. I thought that was funny. But she yeah, mentioned she said, Daniel is starting to take up running again, right? Yes. Yeah, I wrote that down and I was like, oh, cool. Good for good for Daniel. Um, and she said he runs like a 5K distance when he runs. Did she say like he was training for something specific or did she say that it was just something he wanted to take up again to get in shape? I don't know. I meant to loosen back and... Uh, clarify that and I forgot (laughs) I mean I was listening at two times because I was trying to hurry up before we recorded so but I mean (laughs) good for him either way I agree though taking something up so late in life but that makes you wonder right like if you had the right amount of coaching for something of course money being the the gatekeeper of everything like what, what would you invest in to get better at for yourself me yeah you yeah, you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you were just asking everybody. Um, oh, no, I, I don't care what anyone else is. <laughs> just kidding. But yes, I am I, specifically you. I think I might. I definitely did look into some uh, like mushroom foraging um, groups and and classes like online classes and things like that. Um, and some of those are are kind of pricey. And if if I had like unlimited money and time. Mm-hmm. Or just a little more money in time, maybe. <laughs> I yeah, would, I would uh, spend some money to get like it's it's neat to kind of realize or to think that education is not limited just to like college and classrooms, and that you can yeah. learn like other things. So I'm like, no, I'll never be, you know, like a a, a doctor of mushrooms or anything like that. But <laughs> I could learn about them a little bit and and have some fun. <laughs> I feel like you aggressively attacked me with the word doctor. <laughs> I really did. And I didn't mean to. That was not. Doctor, <laughs> so what would you 
want to try I, I guess that's not really getting good at I don't know I don't know if I answered the question but what would you want to get into if you could no I think you answered the question like you want to get better at you know maybe identifying or exploring more like getting better at reading a compass I don't know <laughs> yeah I do need to get better at using the compass <laughs> yeah um let's see I think it would definitely be something athletic <clears throat> I do eventually it's not I don't know not eventually I did have things about a I want to go back and get my PhD and something else um but that was before I had kids I was like I should just go do that one thing because I was going to go two different ways with my doctorate and I went in a different field um but I think about that and I think about just like mm, athletic stuff like I really love tennis like what if I paid somebody to coach me you know, high level coaching, could I be better mm -hmm. than I am? Or, you know, I've done a couple of things with coaches, like an Ironman, other direct triathlons. Like, what if I had someone that was just dedicated, like if I could afford it, could I do better? I just wonder how far I can push my, my body. Oh, I don't know. that's just, that's me. really cool. Yeah. Nice. So I don't want <laughs> well, to, so Todd, Todd played a little song for Allison at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Allison and I both didn't know what it was at first. You knew right away. I don't know how you didn't know. Like the first <laughs> chords, I'm like, yes, and that's hilarious. But also, this is something I would pay to see the video of because sometimes I can't tell if somebody's being um, like facetious or they're like really telling, like, are are they being earnest? She really knows yeah. well. And um you know, I would like to see him play the guitar and him and him just like hum some, you know, music to her. Uh, but I don't know how anyone didn't know. Maybe it's just <laughs> like you were saying, like context clues, kind of figuring it out. But yeah. also, I feel like I've heard so many different renditions of that song. I just know it from like the first two chords. Ah, mm. okay. That's all. All right. And that, yeah, that's all I have. And then we'll probably be back next week covering their part two. And who knows if they'll rate their week, but they didn't this time. So we don't have to do it for ours. See you later. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Wow. <laughs> I was like, maybe Rafi will say something this time. <laughs> I did. Thank that God. Was it. Thank God. And thank God for you guys. Um, all right. Shall we move on to Thursday? Yes. Oh, I forgot to put who sent in the carb. Uh, this carb was sent in by Joe. Last name Mama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you can make yourself laugh. That's always <laughs> good. Oh, here we go. Okay. All right. So we're doing Thursday now. Did I already say that? Yes. Yep. Okay. All right. We were her little store-bought gingerbread house kits sent in by Joy Whitbeck. On Patreon. That sounds like a delicious beer. Quit back. Um, the carb, it was of the season. It's about time. Yeah. But was there anything else Christmassy about this episode, Elizabeth? Absolutely not. I think mm. the title hmm. says Merry Xmas. Oh, she so. took my recommendation. <laughs> I've been complaining that people need to keep their Christ out of my Christmas. Finally. And she... Uh, Obliged. You know, if we were all more like Christ, then this world would not be so shitty. Dead? <laughs> A Fair and Young song just popped into my head. Okay. It's about dying young. So they actually did talk about Christmas at the very end. Um, very little. But actually at the beginning too, because we're going to start off the show with some Christmas cranks. So Wendy apparently has Christmas cranks. She's in a cranky mood. Allison was talking about the fact. I think Allison said, you know, earlier I had the holly jolly spirit and then I got the Christmas cranks and I couldn't relate more to this because December 1st, I was like, this is going to be amazing. Every single day I'm going to do something fun for the kids. And it's just small to whatever, just putting up decorations, doing something fun, baking something, just watching a Christmas movie, listening to Christmas music, just like everything Leading up to Christmas, I was like, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to make this super amazing. And then like three days, actually it was a couple weeks before, it started to like slowly creep in, the cranks did. And then like two days before, I was like, fuck this. I'm ready for this all to be done. Um, so now we are here today, the day after Christmas. I'm, I'm spent like a used condom or like the decorations, the inflatable decorations in people's yard. Just like looks like garbage now because it's the daytime. 
<laughs> uh, Christmas Cranks sounds like a movie that you would watch with a Vans box. Oh my god! <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess. You know, this this season is not my kind of season. I do like when it gets cool out at night, but I don't give a goddamn do you fuck like about... The de- you don't like the decorations? You don't have any spirit? I Christmas. do have spirit. I put two reindeer antlers on my grom. Oh, that is true. I've seen... Can I just say, I've seen more antlers in the street than I've it's ever same. seen in my life. I've never seen so many antlers. Every intersection, I'm like, there's an antler. Oh, and there's its there's its mate. Oh, like loose ones. Yes. Oh, I have not seen that. Just but I've the, seen them the on ground. cars all over. Yeah, on the, on the cars because it's dumb. But I think on your <laughs> Grom, it's right. I mean, it's the true Grom life. It looks adorable. It does. You're, it, I think you should do it all year long because it already looks like a reindeer. I know. It's, so it's perfect for you. But the on the cars, I don't know. I, I don't like any flags on any cars. I don't, I don't give a shit about your Lakers fandom. I don't care. Just like get your ducks and go fuck yourself. <laughs> and your reindeer ears. Ears. <laughs> The cranks have snuck in, my mm. friend. Hmm? And you know what I'm looking forward to? Which is, um, I should be more apprehensive about looking forward to it, but I always do every year, is New Year's. Everything's going to change, little Rafi. It's going to be amazing. Oh, man. <laughs> should we do our New Year's resolutions now? Oh, because you're not going to be on the show? Um, well, I think I still might be, but... Okay, well, then let's I, save it. I just meant because uh, you're very eager for change. Why not start now? I'm just an eager beaver. But you know what I decided? I did start changing before the New Year. I didn't wait for New Year's. I already started changing. I stopped eating. Um, I just want to be skinny. And that's my <laughs> fucking resolution is to start myself. I mean, that is going to fix all your problems. At least visually. Mentally, I'm still <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Just kidding. I actually have a better diet now. I've been. I don't eat, but I when I do, it's healthier, and I don't drink as much. Mm. Hmm. So that's good. On the weekends, I drink a little, not during the week. Okay. Sorry, I thought you were my dad. I was telling you what's going on. <laughs> I promise, I'm doing good. Oh, I don't have a dad. Um. Yes, you do. They were talking about vagina. Dirt you're thinking of me. You're thinking. You're thinking. <laughs> they talked about. They talked about vagina dirt shoveling, and this combination of like a possible listener that's listening to the show and also a, a dirt shoveling vagina person. And what I, while all of this improv is usually funny, it's funny. It's fine. The they were like there should be tiny shovels. And I'm like, have you not seen tiny shovels? Have you not been to Boba when they give you the the most adorable tiny little uh like plastic shovel to like scoop your boba or like they'll give you like that fake dirt crumbles to like use it and plus i have a bunch of tiny shovels as well because i use them in my artwork (laughs) (laughs) it's real cerebral (laughs) okay when she said tiny shovels i'm like you mean like a hand trowel oh i did i I didn't think she literally meant tiny shovels but um yeah i don't know well, like the ones from Boba are like, what is that, five inches? <laughs> Lisa just uh, held her fingers like three and a quarter inches apart and asked if that was five inches. So, when you guys are looking for someone to pump them up. <laughs> In more ways than one. Yep. Uh, they also talked about, oh, talking about breaking up with your phone. I Apparently, David, David, David Huntsberger has broken up with his phone. I think it's more because he's a curmudgeon, but also I think I don't let the phone rule my life as much as some people, I think. But then also, like lately I have not been able to go to, like, I wake up at like three in the morning or four and I can't go back to sleep. And then I'm like, well, I'm going to go on my phone, which is the stupidest idea to do because you're not going, you're for sure not going back to sleep. But so then I'm like checking my phone and like checking certain things that are like kind of exciting for me. And like, then it's just... It's dumb, but I don't like Twitter doesn't bother me. No, there's no negativity on any where I go. And usually when I go on any social media, I just feel better because I have curated what I want to see. And I only go on what I want to say. I'm not going on any news feeds or any kind of like main pages where it's just a bunch of bullshit. I go to like the people I care about, see what they're doing, see their pictures, see what they're talking about, blah, blah, blah. TikTok is a bunch of strangers, but it's amazing. It knows me very well. And I don't have any negative, I have good feelings because I'm usually interacting with someone on a, in a positive way that it's like, oh, this is fun. Same. 
Uh, social media for me is, um, it's something you just glance at it when you need some brainless entertainment. Um, but I'm thinking like maybe David like follows his comedian friends and then Mm. like, you know, it's not just them tweeting like funny punchlines like Twitter used to be. Right. Um, now you're just like arguing about vaccines and whatnot on the internet with strangers. Um, and I think maybe that's what he'll see. And then it like brings him down. But I just want to address the fact that he has a phone holster Mm. and he still has a Blackberry. So I recently was driving by a building and it said Blackberry at the top. I was like, did I just go through a porthole that I did or like a black hole? Like something happened because Blackberry still exists. And I thought, okay, well that's weird. And then when I heard this show, I was like, Huh? And a holster? He That is some that is an awful look for a man or a woman. He has gone headfirst into dad life. That is that is like he went into like 2002 dad life. <laughs> but I think if you're like really it's like people okay, there was a there's some company who made a like minimalist cell phone. It's like it's that small. It's like, you know, 2 Five inches, inches wide. <laughs> It's probably, like, four or five inches tall, and it it just has, like, buttons, and you can, like, program, like, two contacts into it or something. Okay. And it's for people who are, like, apparently don't have any self-control, and... That's the thing that I'm getting at, is the self-control, and, like, why can't you just not look at it? Yeah. Like, Allison's addicted, and she will be the first person to say it. And for me, I feel like I could easily put it away. And in fact, I do put it away when I'm hanging out with people because I don't want to be distracted by something else. But also, and of course, I think with COVID and quarantine, it really upped the ante of like wanting to feel connected to people. I definitely been on my phone more because you feel like I feel like I'm hanging out with my friends when I'm like in a group chat with you guys or in a group chat with the TNC people. Like I feel like I'm hanging out with them, even though I'm not. And that feels good. And maybe that's an addiction to feel good. But what's so wrong with that? It's positive. There's, I'm not getting any fights with anybody. That I would probably actually throw my phone away if someone starts shit with me. <laughs> I can't handle that. They talked a little bit about COVID and they were talking about how, you know, kind of the transition that we're kind of going back into like the scary zone. And like for me, I didn't really know anybody that had COVID for this whole time. You kind of like hear like a friend of a friend of a friend of something. And then this week I'm like literally three people that are kind of much closer to me have it or or whatever and it's just like oh this is like feels a little scarier to me than it was before as far as i don't even know why i maybe i have no, i don't know because it's not ending i don't know why and also because being close to somebody <laughs> but like i said i've been getting tested weekly and my results just came in yesterday negative i ordered i always order another test at the same time that i'm registering the other one so i always have one at the house so i can just always be testing. Always be closing. COVID's for closers. <laughs> do you feel unsafe? I do are, now. Well, not, stop. But like for real, like are you feeling like any different, like there's any climate difference when you're out and about? Like people are having to wear masks. Even in Orange County, you have to wear a mask indoors now again, which happened quicker than it did last time. Um... Well, I'm still at work and people are still pretty not good at wearing masks. Mm. So I don't feel any more or less safe. I just feel the regular amount of existential dread. Okay. Nothing's changed. Got it. Um, eh, People, yeah, we don't need to talk about people not getting vaccinated anymore. It's just, it makes me angry. Before I was like, it's your choice. To do it or not, I mean, that's it's because it's scary, and some people are unsure about what's going on, and like we all are, and you have to decide which way to go. But now, at this point, I'm fucking angry about it. I'm, I'm angry that people aren't getting vaccinated. It makes me mad because I've had to get a booster because you guys are so fucking contagious and self absorbed that now we have variants, and now it's like an uptick, and it's like it's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So then they started talking about Christmas plans. I guess we already talked about our Christmas plans. I had forgotten one more thing about Tam O'Shanter, which I'm sure a lot of stuff will trickle down, but it's nothing major. But Allison had said that she was going to go to Tam O'Shanter the next weekend. And I was like, 
Hmm. <laughs> Why are you telling us this? That's not smart. <laughs> well, you. Oh, wait. She talked about it on this, I'm assuming, right? What happened? Um, or was that in the live stream? That was in the live stream and on the last episode. Ah, okay. Yeah. But I just remembered that she had mentioned that day to us. Well, maybe you didn't hear, but she was like, oh, yeah, I'm planning on coming next weekend, too. And I'm wondering if she actually did. And I'm wondering who she went with. Oh, she went, but they left because. Um... Oh, I thought she went to Castaways. Oh, OK, maybe. OK. Now, which I, I wrote down because I'm like, obviously another place we need to go before you move. I looked it up on my phone and it looks cool. Really? And Ray said he's been there. So the only thing that I didn't like how she said she got there and it felt like it was an event. And they're like, well, it was an event where you're, there were events going on. It's like, I understand what she meant. You get there and there's a ton of people there like like you're going to a premiere of a movie or something. And that kind of environment I would not care for. But also, we would just Uber everywhere and have a few drinks and everything would be fun. So food looked good? Or you just looked at the ambiance? Oh, I just, <laughs> yeah, I did not look at the food. Mm. I'm sure it's fine. Mm, fine. That sounds delish. <laughs> I think that's it from Thursday. I think we're done. I think we can actually wrap this up. Do you have anything else from Thursday? No. I think I just wanted to say like, like, I just wanted to say Merry Christmas to everybody. And thank you for Merry Christmas um, wishes from other people. And I hope everyone had a great Christmas because uh, we all deserve a little happiness now and then, even if Christ is involved. He's <laughs> just fucking staring at me. Are you trying to burn me with your demon eyes? I'm, underneath I'm your glasses. At that First United Methodist Church uh, over there, and I'm trying to burn it with my eyes. Look, they have Christmas light. Are they on, or is that just the sun? Look at the clouds and the sun. It looks like Jesus is peeking his little head out from the clouds to oh, say, Hello, hello. I just, I just got blinded. Pip, pip. Just Cheerio? Said, yeah, that's what Jesus said. And I thought then, Jesus was and black. He, and then he wept. Oh, you're right. He's not a Dickensian not, not uh, orphan. <laughs> I think he's more Middle Eastern, not, uh, but yeah. Well, darker complected, not white. Yeah. Is what. That was one of my favorite TikToks. They have like a, where they do the, um, they stitch two people together. One person's like, what's something that's not in the Bible? And this one lady's like, white people. Yeah. <laughs> and this lady's like, cracks up. I'm like, yes, exactly. That's a good place to end it. <laughs> also, Santa is black. Oh, uh, I think the first Santa was German, but. That's, I think, we can you're go back of, to all the lore. You're thinking of Krampus. <laughs> okay. Krampus. <laughs> if you go back and uh, do a little bit of history on people and cultures, um, yeah, that's very European. It's European! <laughs> all right, let's end the show. Uh, BFFs? Nope. Um, if you'd like to be on the show, email us. You never do, but but please do. <laughs> no. And uh, follow our new Instagram account at BFFancast. I am definitely going to post more stuff in the new year with <laughs> with a lot of uh, emoji faces over Rafi because he does not want to be a part of it. Just kidding. I'll just post all my spread eagle pictures and just say fuck it and all my flipping off pictures. And okay. everyone will stop following <laughs> the account. <laughs> Rafi, where can we find you? Don't fucking bother. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, BFFs, Merry Christmas. You truly are the fucking best. Thank you and good night. It was Christmas in the prison And the food was real good We had turkey and pistols Carved out of wood And I dream of her always Even when I don't dream Her name's on my tongue And her blood's in my stream Wait a while
We're flowing 